Hi, this is Dave. You know, when you think of great examples of faith from the Bible, what's what's who do you who do you think of first? I think I think most people would say, oh, probably Abraham. You know, Abraham, who fathered the Hebrew people, his his faith was legendary. Of course, in the book of Hebrews, he's mentioned as. Uh, having great faith and we know from the stories that he was he was willing to sacrifice his only son to be obedient to God that's a that's a tremendous amount of faith and then you know if you dig a little into business in the bible and you read you read the bible from a perspective of looking at what business was all about and how, uh, how important business was in the pages of Scripture, what you'll discover is, well, there's Abraham again. His business, which he built entirely during his lifetime, probably extended to thousands of employees. You know, in, in uh, uh, Genesis, there's the story of uh, of Lot being captured, and and uh, then Abraham goes off in pursuit of Lot, and his uh, the the passage says, and Abraham took three hundred and eighteen trained men who had been born in his household, and went after and went after Lot. Three hundred eighteen trained men who had been born in his household. You know, and a lot of people just think, oh, a household is a family, but it's not. A household is a business. And at that point in time, at uh, in Abraham's life, how many, how many children did he have? Zero. None. So when it says his household, that's not his family. That's his business. And he had 318 trained men who had been born in his business. How many untrained men? How many brothers and sisters? How many mothers and fathers? And so on. It's easy. I mean, it's easy to think, wow, he probably had thousands of employees. Yeah. He probably built the largest business mentioned in the Bible. Is that, now, is that a coincidence? that this man of such legendary faith also built this huge business empire. Is it a coincidence that the person who the Bible portrays as the epitome of faith was also the person who built a huge business enterprise? Now, ask any Christian business person who's been around for a few years whether their business has produced a greater faith in them, and you'll see a near unanimous affirmation. Yeah. You know, there's something about the responsibility that comes with supporting employees and commitments to customers and vendors. Something about that that drives the business person to petition the Lord for intervention in the business. You know, as I write this, uh, one of the members of my uh Christian uh, peer groups. I, I run a couple of Christian uh, peer groups, and one of them is facing a financial crisis in the business. Honestly, within the next two weeks, 
Something major must happen, or the business will go into bankruptcy, and the owner will lose the business, and uh, probably her home as well. Now, do you think, do you think that CEO and all the Christians around her are desperately petitioning the Lord? You better believe they are. You know, there's something about the ups and downs of the business world. The adversity, the disappointments, the hirings and firings, the constant pressure of weighty decisions that cause a spiritually sensitive person to look for guidance from a higher power. And that is, of course, exactly how God planned it. When he created work and business, and, we, and when he assigned work to Adam, he set the precedent for all the generations that would follow. The very first task God gave to Adam was to name the animals. And God worked with him to accomplish that task. Teamwork. Before God created Eve, before family and spouses, before prophets and kings, before scripture and pastors and churches, before any of that, God created work, and by extension business, and instituted it as the place where he would interact with mankind. It was precedent-setting that God worked with Adam to help him name the animals. If you remember the story, he he told Adam to name the animals, and then he brought Adam the animals and watched to see how he would name them. So it took God and Adam together to accomplish that task. That's precedent setting. That's what God has set in place. Abraham, of course, is a great example of that process. He, had, uh, he certainly had uh, faith as a young man, but it took his lifetime to build the depth of faith necessary to willingly sacrifice his only son. And that incident, which is, I suppose, the epitome of faith, occurred when he was a very old man. It took a lifetime of interaction with God to build his faith to that depth. And we know that for most of that time, he did not have children. How did he build that faith with the ebb and flow of his business? Abraham no, had no children until he was a very old man. What do you suppose he occupied himself with during his lifetime? How did he spend his days? Remember, he built a business that employed thousands of people. Ask any entrepreneur or business owner, and they will tell you that it is possible to spend every waking moment in the business. Abraham spent most of his lifetime building his business. Like two threads of twine, Abraham built his business and built his faith at the same time. The two are interwoven. The interaction between faith and business was instituted by God at the creation and the precedent, and the precedent repeated over and over in the Bible stories from the beginning to the present. And that makes a Christian business one of God's consistent tools for raising up people of faith, expanding the kingdom, and impacting the world. 
A Christian business is a special entity in God's eyes, a powerful and unique entity. Yet, today, few people, even Christian business people, recognize it for what it is. Uh, you know, a number of erroneous beliefs have shoved this fundamental truth of how God works with mankind to the sidelines of our belief systems. Uh, some, uh, a, far more, a far more common idea is that a business has nothing to do with Christianity. This, this idea says that Christianity is what you do within the confines of the church building on Sunday morning, and business is something other. That is a horrible belief because it sidelines millions of Christian business people, puts them on the sidelines of the great struggle between good and evil. If they could get out of that mindset and understand that the Christian business is one of God's most effective tools for seeing his will done in the world, if they could do that, it, I mean, they could change the world in a matter of months. Here's another, here's another idea, and I, I see this from time to time pop up, and that is that the only purpose for a Christian business is to make money to support the religious establishment. Have you heard that one? Yeah, of course, that's, that's uh, primarily proposed by those people who would uh, benefit from it. And a, and a more recent idea holds that there may be, there may be, some kingdom purpose for a business, but it is dependent on the degree to which that business promotes the agenda of the institutional church system. And, uh, you know, the whole business as mission concept started, I don't think it's there now, but it started with the idea that a business could be a, uh, there was a business structure, but the real purpose was to, but the real purpose was to enlarge the institutional church. Well, unfortunately, these and other erroneous beliefs has served to dissipate the spiritual power of a Christian business and thrust them to the sidelines of the kingdom. How, how incredibly sad that those three ideas I just mentioned have currency among us today. You know, millions, millions of people could have been blessed by Christian businesses operating as if they were special ministries in God's eyes, and yet they miss that calling and they miss that opportunity. Millions could have been given a view of God's presence through the actions of faithful Christian business people, full of the Spirit, motivated by their special business ministry. Millions could have been, and they weren't. It is time to change that. It's time for Christian business people to embrace the incredibly special ministry that they have been given. By the way, if you'd, if you'd like to really grab on to that idea, then you need to do a couple things. You need to get content. You need to get teaching, you know, instruction. You need to get ideas from that world, from the world of Christian business people, and you need to rub shoulders with others who can support you. And uh, the place to do that is the uh, XI community, the, Christ the Christian business group in the XI community. I'll put, a, 
I'll put a uh, link in the show notes. And that's uh, a one-stop shop for content and connections for Christian business people interested interested in tapping into the business as ministry idea. Okay, that's it. We're done. Bye-bye.